Namaskar. Hello and welcome to P Guru's channel. I'm your host Sri Ayer. You know, picture this. You have a gas on which you've got a big balti and the balti has lukewarm water or even just normal temperature water. You slowly put in a frog and then you put the setting in the gas to low. The thing starts, you know, heating up and the frog is very comfortable. You know, it sees the water being warm, warm and a little bit more warm and so on. This is how I have been picturizing or describing the plight of Hindus all over the world, not just in India or one country. And now I feel that the setting has gone from low to medium. To understand what is going on, to understand the backdrop, the amazing silence of people in power on some subjects, this selective memory leakage, selective outbursts. Let us welcome the guest of the evening, Sri Jagdi Shetiji. Sri Jagdi Shetiji, Namaskar and welcome to P Guru's channel. Namaste. Namaste. Sir, uh, it's an honor and pleasure to have you. Uh, those of you who don't know, Jagdi Shetiji is the National General Secretary of Virast Hindustan Sangam. And he normally doesn't come out and express his views, but we felt that uh, looking at all his tweets, that he probably is the best person suited to explain what is going on. We are also going to touch upon whether the Maharashtra government change is a master stroke or a poor stroke. So hang on for that. That is going to come after this part. So we are having a thrilling session today. We will take questions as long as it's on these two topics. Jagdish Ji, I have a question for you. Um, what is this, uh, you know, this government up to? You know, I just see a lot of missteps, sometimes poor communication, in fact, sometimes no communication at all. And and uh, people who are supporting them are usually set uh, down the river, they're sold down the river, whether it is a BJP spokesperson or the people working on the ground for BJP everywhere, they're just selling them down the river. Why, why do you think this government needs to exist right now? Because I feel that they, were, they came on the uh, assurance that we will take care of Hindus. And I don't see that happening, sir. No, my take on the matter is the present government came to power in May 2014 on, besides name and numerous, the main issue was Hindutva. Once in power, these friends of ours have lost focus and priority as far as the Hindutva issues are concerned. Sometimes selectively they may take up issues, but when they are to be taken at the right time, they are silent or they plead ignorance or plead as if they have not, the issue doesn't exist. The present controversy which is going on in India, especially in relations to the beheading in Udaipur, and then the Supreme Court remarks, all this only shows that something is wrong somewhere. For example, I am very much surprised and I am actually very angry also that the remarks, oral remarks passed by the judges in the Supreme Court. But the question is, is the judges alone responsible? Who has created the climate? In Delhi, the Delhi police under Amit Shah, the Home Minister, has filed an FIR against the own party spokesperson. So the spokesperson goes wanting this, all the cases to be clubbed together. But the, our own government has filed the case. 
So if we say only the judges are responsible and not the initiators of the court cases, besides Delhi, other places, then does it the blame not come on our own government? And what did the Qatar Indian Embassy spokesperson say about the party spokesperson, the central ruling party spokesperson? The spokesperson of the government of India in Qatar says this person is a fringe element. After branding that person as a fringe element and the own government filing an FIR, don't you think the judges will become more bolder and pass such remarks, which in the social media, in the Hindutva world, everybody is shocked about it. So am I. So the question is, it's not only blaming the judges. It is the people who have come to power on Hindutva are not giving the right priority to Hindutva and leaving the people to be thrown under the bus. So this is my anger also that those who are talking for Hindutva are ignored. And if somebody really speaks on Hindutva, some of these idols, Bhaktas, try to attack them and say, no, 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 no. This is a master stroke of the Vishwaguru. So this is worrying. Yes, indeed. Especially when the Prime Minister tweets about the uh, ankle twist of Miss Shabana Azmi. And then he has no words to say about a DMK spokesperson calling for the genocide of Brahmins in Tamil Nadu. See, they look at the, the, the look at the arrogance of this party that is ruling Tamil Nadu. And, and what about the Honorable Chief, uh, Justice in Supreme Court? Why can't they take so much action and take cognizance of the fact that an honest video blogger is trying to raise money for a temple destroyed by miscreants, which the Tamil Nadu police has still not caught. And when he tries to raise the money and he tries to get that thing going, they go and arrest him. And then now police having found no evidence to, to back up their claims are slow walking the case. And this is just one or two. Call it both ways, Supreme Court. Why? See, if Supreme Court also is starting to look in a, in a certain way, it really makes me fearful for the 1.1 billion Hindus that are in, uh, that are in uh, India and, and the millions outside. Sir, your, your point, sir. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Just, just because, uh, uh, you know, you, you are in the in power. There is one can do to rectify or threaten the state government. There are under the constitution various provisions by a directive can be sent to the state government if some state governments are not listening or creating problems for the Hindus. There are various methods, but we know a lot of backdoor deals are being done. Your program uh, had something on Kerala, not on a Hindutva matter, but on a smuggling matter. How deals are done between those in power at the center and those in power in some of the states. But you know, certain things, <coughs> we are part of the, uh, uh, what I would say, the Raja, larger Hindutva Parivar. And some of the things we can't say in public, but a lot of people are angry, lot of people are upset, especially after the Qatar embassy of India calling the spokesperson of the ruling party as a fringe element. As I keep repeating, it's not the Supreme Court judges alone, 
there are a lot of people who are in power enjoying power at the cost of hindutva who have neglected all these issues and what are these terrorist organization doing first of all you surrender before qatar an islamic country and then you expect what signal are you giving these terrorist organization which are funded from abroad they take the liberty to attack this gentleman and slit his throat and behead him in udaipur same case has happened in maharashtra in amravati these cases will increase provided the central government and the local governments give a clear warning to all these terrorist organization that this will not be tolerated that is very clear <coughs> let's assuming what would have happened if another party was in power what would we have done what would bjp have done think about that and as you rightly said a film star gets uh, hurt or injured in an accident somebody is very much concerned about the nose or the ankle but what about the killing of the sadhus in palgar has anybody spoken on that there are so many other issues on the beheading also has anybody from the top expressed any anger or come saying that this won't be tolerated so we are taking our leaders just because they are uh, come on hindutva we are taking it too lightly i think the nation's mood today is that whether it is the supreme court judges making these remarks which are not part of the order or our leaders who are enjoying power not coming to the rescue of the hindus i am very clear on it and i am very sad that this is happening in india lot of people uh, or bhaktas may think no 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 it is a master stroke that stroke this stroke of the vishwa guru but the saddest part is that we are not responding to the threats and actual execution which is happening of hindutva volunteers and what was their crime some profile picture they had of somebody and you slit the throat what is this message going to go around in our majority of hindus being in india in that same country where we are a majority our people are being threatened sir um, the the other uh, shocking thing i noticed is there is a see in this particular incident udaipur incident the people who committed the crime they have accepted that they have done that in fact they have shown themselves showing committing the crime every bit of the way we saw the life of kanayalal eb and and after that that means this is the black and white crime now you noticed how many crowds corrected outside the police station what the what are you thinking guys you are you i would like to think of you also as my brothers and sisters happening to follow a different religion is this not a crime that they committed if this happened to your family and if the hindus came and 10000 of them came and stopped the guy who killed are you going to do what are you going to do just because the hindus are law abiding that they are tolerant they are more uh, you know respectful of the law it doesn't it behoove you also to be respectful and and another thing interesting thing happened jagdish ji Uh, this is again in Tamil Nadu. Tamil Nadu, I'm telling you, is is absolutely plumbing the lowest depths in terms of how they are doing law and order implementation. Uh, there was a temple in uh, in Sri Perumbudu where the uh, the the police and and the H R N C went and demolished the temple because they said it was on illegal construction. 
Okay, so that happened a few months ago. What was interesting was the people who operated the bulldozers on that temple gives anadanam free food every day to whoever comes for lunch. These people eat the anadanam. Temple is still in place, intact. Eat the anadanam and then they go and destroy the temple. I'm that telling you, you guys are going to hell. And, and just, let me finish. Let me finish one thing there. You see, two days ago in another town, there is a mosque constructed on illegal property. And, and there is a video of the inspector practically begging them. They're saying, we will not touch the mosque. We just want to be able to seal the mosque. We just want to put a tala in front of the mosque to say that we have obeyed the orders of the court. What nonsense is going on, sir? This is just one state. You, like you mentioned about Palgar, not a single word uttered. Say, Jagdish ji, the, if there is no other explanation for how the administration is behaving at the center, I have one explanation. I will not say that, but my point to you, Jagdish ji, sir, my question to you, Jagdish ji, is how long is this going to continue? When are these people going to wake up? See, as far as I know, a <clears throat> lot of, you know, myth are spread that, you know, uh, the, the problem is that these people who are in power, they have a vast army of people who spread disinformation. And the only thing is people who are fighting for better Hindutva, structured Hindutva, they are being, this uh, disinformation campaign is launched against them to see that those who are in power are not exposed. So I'll tell you, but I'm very confident, just like when LK Advani, the tallest leader of the BJP, made a statement on Muhammad Ali Jinnah. Huh? And what happened after that? We all know that the Sangh Parivar and all the organizations got together and the, the tallest leader was sidelined. So if somebody is not following in the line, I am very confident, although we do not have a dynastic system, thank God, in the BJP, but I am sure the pressures from the Sangh Parival will make the course correction within the BJP leadership. And I'm very confident of that. <coughs> it has happened in the past and I see no doubt that it will happen in the future also because the way the mood of the country is at the moment on this one issue. Lot of issues are boiling. Some people are writing, for example, they're writing to the home minister or the law minister, you take action against the judges. But what about the action against the home minister who has authorized the filing of the FIR? What about that? Can we escape responsibility, those who are in power? <coughs> so it is not so easy to just spread something and blame it only on the judges. The judges have really gone beyond their call of calling names and saying many things. A person has gone and pleaded what not to leave me free or something like I think the plea was for clubbing of the, all the cases, which is one offense in one particular court. What was the plea for clubbing of all the cases? The plea was not to declare that person, uh, I mean, uh, you are not guilty or not anything like that. Clubbing of the cases. In the clubbing of the cases, how did the judges come to the conclusion of Udaipur? Is there anything mentioned on it? 
are the judges led by the media when judges say everything has to be as per the paper and all that paper means the paperwork of the court they are not to be bothered about the external and they hold that person responsible for the udaipur uh, massacre or the beheading that is very surprising and don't forget some of the judges whose tenure have they been appointed whether it was in the high court or in the supreme court government of india and the state government does have a say it is the collegium system but numerous times the government can put its foot down just now there are the andbugs and the gandbugs and the blind bugs are circulating numerous things why this judge is wrong i will not subscribe to it but whose tenure were they were appointed if you are going to it i'll ask these andbugs gandbugs and blind bugs please see whose tenure they were appointed to the supreme court or to the high court just spreading this information on anything and everything is not acceptable but i am saying a climate has been created in this particular case where we throw the person under the bus then the government agencies the opposition the naxalites the jihadis and all our opponents are taking advantage of it and according to me even the judges seeing the atmosphere and the climate are making such unwarranted remarks which are uncalled for um uh, jagdish ji my information is that there has been a non bailable warrant issued against nupur sharma from kolkata is it true sir nahi just i saw just some time hours or before the program that something yeah. that thing but i have not been able to verify just now but uh, all this is coming in because even if she doesn't appear in some of the courts in maharashtra from mumra you know what uh, our present deputy cm and the bjp leader did when originally nupur sharma made that remarks he said i will come uh, i will come to your rescue and when afterwards after the government of india disowned her and the qatar episode he said i can't come to your rescue <clears throat> is this what is expected from the other colleagues in the bjp to let your own colleagues down now we want to see government of maharashtra has changed and uh, we'll see who's getting what portfolio from mumra which is the home district of the cm mumra is the home district of the cm thana and uh, she has been summoned even there that is why she said all these cases should be corrupt to one place there is anger in the hindutva crowd there is even resentment in the bjp crowd that this issue on which government of india should have taken strong stand and not succumb to these islamic forces countries and these elements we have called her a fringe element your spokesman is a fringe element isn't it surprising you are giving a wrong signal everywhere absolutely jagdish ji and i just want to update our viewers in case you have not been following on the umesh kolhe case so here is what happened he was going on a motorcycle and behind him his son and his wife were on another motorcycle some miscreants came and then they stopped his vehicle they attacked him they killed him he bled to death on the spot and uh, they ran away and the police registered a case of uh you know uh, somebody robbing robbery against those people and in fact 
there was 35,000 rupees in his bag that was untouched. Okay, then the police have apprehended them, but they have been slow walking the case. Now what has happened is that there is a change in government. Now, suddenly this government wants to reopen the case, but who's going to do the investigation? The same police. The same police now are going to say, oh, no, 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 no. That was not a murder. That was not a robbery case. That was a murder. I mean, how can somebody believe the police? What is the police being asked to do, Jagdish Ji? I mean, I find it ludicrous that these, the new government is going to ask the same police to say, now change your testimony. Yeah, all this type of thing, contradictory things are happening. But no doubt, the previous government in Maharashtra, which was uh, led by these Congress elements of NCP and Congress High, I'm happy at least they are out of government because it was the foolishness of us in 2019, October and November to not have an original alliance with the BJP and the Siu Sena. You see, it is we who gave these elements of the Congress and NCP oxygen. They were almost dying in Maharashtra because of our various ego problems. We lost a government in Maharashtra for two and a half years. And all these elements did lot of mischief, a lot NCP and the Congress I. It is very sad that because now we have come back to the square one. We have done an alliance with this one faction of the Siu Sena with the BJP, that we could have done it that time. There's another history to it. We let us not go into it. Maybe today's program is not the occasion that how we lost 2019 uh, Maharashtra government. But the question remains that it was because of, again, our wrong priorities. Again, I repeat, we lost the Maharashtra government because of our wrong priorities. Did we not form a two days government with the NCP and the BJP? Was that all comfortable? Was it part of our Hindutva agenda? Jagdishji, I, I do want to touch upon this because I announced at the beginning of the program, you're going to talk about master stroke or poor stroke. See, this is how I see it. Please correct me if I'm wrong. See, um, we were, uh, I was at, in fact, I was in Mumbai around the time a lot of talks were going on in the back end in preparation for the 2019 Lok Sabha elections and subsequently the Maharashtra state elections. And I remember, if I remember correctly, and please correct me if I'm wrong, what had happened was there was a combined agreement that was arrived at that the number of seats contested will be 50% on both sides. And in the state, should the alliance come to a majority, the first two and a half years would be BJP, followed by the second two and a half years by Shiv Sena. And interestingly, Shiv Sena said, that it was Eksnath Shinde who would be the chief minister in the second part. Now, where things went wrong, again, I am paraphrasing from what I read in newspaper, sir, and you can agree with me or disagree with me. What happened was after the combination combination got the majority, because 54 plus 106 or 107, good, good number, well over the half halfway point. Then uh, Aditya Thakre, not Aditya Thakre, Uddhav Thakre, wanted uh, BJP to make the announcement that the government will be only for the first two and a half years. And they did not do that. That's where things went wrong. Is your read the same as mine, sir? Perfect. You're on the dot, sir. This was really the story. What we had learned actually as early as January 2019 was Sena was going alone in the Lok Sabha elections. That is the time when 
Prime Minister Narendra Bhai Modi told Amit Shah, enough of our five years of infighting in between. Please go and mend the fences and have an alliance. You may be knowing that some of the, our people are were aware that Amit Shah came down and had a discussion and all that. And the 50-50 formula was even done for the Lok Sabha as well as the assembly election. And this 2.5, 2.5. But what happened was our over-enthusiastic disinformation campaign started spreading <coughs> that Udav Thakre wants the first two and a half years and he wants to impose his son as the CM, which was not a fact. But anyway, Cholo, let's go uh, on with the argument. The question was, Eknath Shinde would have been the next two and a half years as the, uh, as the uh, chief minister. So we lost it. We went into, first we went with uh, Ajit Dada Pawar, that early morning coup, which happened, but it failed. And then rest, as you know, what happened. But perhaps it is poetic justice to Eknath Shinde that his two and a half years, which was in his karma written, he has gained the rightful share after two and a half years virtually or closer to two and a half years or little more than that, that he has got it. But I am happy that at least a Sarkar of Hindutva elements has come to Maharashtra. There is no doubt about it that those NCP and Congress government is out of the government. Although it is sad that a person like Udav Thakre is not part of this whole thing, but I'm sure if it was the original plan, it would have happened. But anyway, coming back to our main point is, there are other issues which you may be interesting to know that we have deviated from Hindutva. It is not this alone. My charge sheet says that, what about the takeover of the 51 ancient and sacred Hindu temples of Uttarakhand. Why did the BJP government in Uttarakhand with the consent of the center take over those temples in December 2019? <coughs> Is it part of our Hindutva agenda? If you question it, you are branded, you are anti-BJP or anti-Modi. But is it part of our Hindutva agenda? Many of our viewers might be wondering, that what is the alternative? Why are we critical about the present leadership? We are not critical about the BJP. We are critical of some of the leaders of the BJP who are not giving priority to the Hindutva agenda. We are not asking that BJP be replaced by the Congress. That corrupt uh, Congress dynasty leaders have to be shown their place in history. There is no question of ever Congress coming back. But there is a disinformation campaign that when we ask for priority to Hindutva issues, are we talking against the government and siding with the opposition? No, that is not the logic. We are saying you are not doing enough for Hindutva. Please do priority to Hindutva. See the courage of the CM Yogi Adityanath. He changed the name of Faizabad district to Ayodhya district. He changed the name of Allahabad to Prayagraj. He changed the name of Mughal Sarai Junction to Deen Dayal Upadhyay Junction, all in Uttar Pradesh, done at the uh, initiation of the Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath. And what are we doing at the center? There was a proposal sent by the then Chief Minister of Gujarat, Sri Narendra Bhai Modi, to the then Prime Minister Manmohan Singh about change of name of Ahmedabad 
to Karnavati. What has happened on that? Manmohan Singh did mourn on that issue. And after we being in power for eight years, what have we done? Why have we not changed the name of Karna Ahmedabad to Karnavati? We talk of other cities. Hyderabad also has to be changed. But your own backyard, you are in the central government as well as in the state government. State government has recommended it. Why are we not implementing it? Where is the question of any Congress guy or anybody coming in the way? What about Ram Setu? Why is it still not declared as a national heritage monument? The Department of Culture has recommended the file and it is lying on the prime minister table for five to six years. But it has not been done. So there are numerous such instances. We need, what we are saying is the priority to Hindutva has to be given by the government. And this is nothing to do. It is not cashing with anything of our constitution. The central cow slaughter bill was to come. The agriculture minister gave an assurance on the floor of the Rajya Sabha when Dr. Swami's private member bill on protection of cow slaughter or ban on cow slaughter was discussed. The minister said that a comprehensive bill will be bought by the government very soon. This was prior to 2019. But that bill for protection of cow slaughter or ban cow slaughter has not yet come. Can't we Hindutva voters demand these things? Just because we are not enjoying power of those people who have come to power and enjoying power and we are branded by other names? Where is the agenda? Where is the priority? There is no priority for the Hindutva agenda. Uniform civil code or the CAA rules not yet being framed to be implemented and everything is given as a master stroke by the Vishwaguru. I think this hero worship to come down. We need to give priority to Hindutva issues. Hindutva karekartas have been attacked in the BJP rule states and other states. Elections happen, we go there with outside crowd and we forget our karekartas there. Priority has to be given to ensure law and order is protected. Hindu workers or any workers are not butchered. And what is happening now on the name of this uh, uh, surrendering to these Islamic forces, this we shall not tolerate. Whichever is, whatever is happening, wherever it is, whether it is Amravati, Udaipur or any part of India, we have to take a strong stand on this. And Hindus cannot take this beating anymore, especially in our own Hindu majority country. Uh, Jagdish ji, I, I couldn't agree with you more, sir. And unfortunately, a lot of these things is washing up on the shores of United States, the West, everywhere. The Hindus are under attack. You saw a big campaign against Hindu American politicians in the United States as they were fighting the primaries. Luckily for uh, Chicago, the uh, the so-called, at least in name, Hindu American Raja Krishnamurti has won his primary battle against uh, Junaid, Junaid Ahmed. And he most likely he will again go to Congress. But this is just one. There are many other battles where they are openly, openly spreading lies. And, and U.S. government is also helpless. But the point I'm trying to make, Jagdish Ji, is I am batting for the Modi government. I am batting for India. I am batting for Sanatanis. But if I don't see help, if I don't see action on the ground in India, that the government is not 
taking care of Hindu interests. These are legitimate, valid Hindu requests. And if, if Modi wants to uh, express concern at the twisted ankle of Ms. Azmi, fine. Then also express concern about the, the genocide that uh, uh, a DMK party spokesperson says. It's not some joker who said it. He's a spokesperson. And then nobody has done anything. And then I'm seeing some lousy comments here saying that, oh, this is all because you guys are with Swami. What did he do wrong? Who is fighting for Hindutva? So my point, sir, is that everywhere we see nothing but holes. And, and I am really concerned that I do this, uh, you know, defense of Hindutva, defense of Sanatana Dharma. I'm trying to play on the front foot in the United States, but I need help. I need help from you viewers also. Please like, share and subscribe to this channel. Help, those, help spread the word. We are being slow cooked. That's where I started. And Jagdishji, please conclude and then we can start taking some questions and then uh, we can uh, uh, bring this program to a closer. My take on this is the present government, the BJP government, there is no alternative to this government. But that doesn't mean that they should short, soft pedal the Hindutva issues. Hindutva is that which brought us to power. Actually, there were three issues which brought us to power. The main was Hindutva anti-corruption crusade which was done by Dr. Swami on the 2G and other matters, good governance of Modi in Gujarat as CM. So these were the three factors which brought BJP to power in central India, I mean uh, at the central government level in 2014 May. So once coming to power now we should not just think of the uh, other issues, sabka, saath, sabka, vikas and dilute the Hindutva. We are not saying that by giving priority to Hindutva issues, you are neglecting the minorities. We are not saying that. And I am not even saying that uh, we pull down BJP and bring some other party to power. We are saying the BJP needs to give priority and focus to the Hindutva issues where Hindus will feel safe. Now you are talking about the Tamil Nadu thing. What type of Hatred is spread by the DMK and the party and the cadre. And how people are recklessly arrested without any evidence or anything. It's a long battle. And there are thanks to a lot of team members and others, well-wishers, that we are able to win some of the battle. But who has the courage to fight all of them? Those who are enjoying power and ministerial posts, this is very important. They expect people like Dr. Swami as a private citizen to fight for all this, then what are your offices for? You are having an office, in a sense, when I mean office, I mean ministerial post, party post, what are they for? Can't you make life easier? People who are from abroad look at India with great hope on Hindutva. And they feel, no, somebody else is doing, private citizen doing, is 1,000 more efforts he has to put in, what the government can do. And you are voted for that. Give priority to that. I think all cannot happen at the same time. But all this is part of the constitution. Cow protection bill. Temple takeover. Central act can be bought. Anti-conversion central act can be brought. All this can be brought about. There are some state governments of BJP who have done it. But central act is required. Why is the central act not coming? In fact, I am reminded of some top sadhus whom I met 
as part of our Virat Hindustan Sangam campaign. They, I'm talking about top sadhus. When I say the, the top 20 people, out of them, this person may be one of the 20. He was telling them when we went to meet the prime minister in 2016, the prime minister was very upset with them. I said, why was he upset? He says, why are you giving importance to the cow protection? Now we have come to power. Don't give it so much priority. So they were shocked. They were saying, this is the sadhus who are telling us. Cow protection, Modi as prime minister feels it is an irritant. What did he say about those cow protection volunteers who are running around to see that cows are not slaughtered, taken to the Katal uh, Khana uh, and other places? What did... What did Modi say? That this vigilante should stop. All these Gaurakshaks are overdoing things. So this Sadhuji was telling me that Modi is telling us stop all this campaign. So what I am trying to say is we just for power should not give up our Hindutva priority. We are not here to bash Modi's government. We are telling them to give priority to the issues. And when we say about these judges, again I wish to repeat, a climate is created where judges are taking liberties, foreign media is taking liberties, the Islamic forces are taking liberties and some state government which is not with us are taking liberties because they see that the central government is not clear on these issues. They are taking liberties and they say if they are sacrifice their own spokesperson, we can take liberties with some of the Hindu activists which are fighting in different states. So this is a wrong signal being sent by the central government and that is very sad. Thank you very much Jagdish ji and in passing I just want to say one thing India is going to face fertilizer problem because fertilizer as a, a product will be banned for export by Russia. I think that is going to be another problem but India has a solution right in its own backyard. It's called Jiva Amrutam. The Jiva Amrutam can be produced from cow dung, gomutra, jaggery and part of the local soil from which you want to create the fertilizer. You mix them in a vat, let it sit for a, some for some time and that becomes your fertilizer that's as good as any uh, nitrogen-based fertilizer. You can do this thing and for this there are lots of cows. We are not killing the cows anymore. So cow is not just somebody that gives the milk. It also gives you dung. It also gives you gomutra. All these things go into the jivamrutam. I don't see any statement from the government doing this. This is written in thousands of years ago. So anyway, that's just one suggestion. Let's go on to questions now. Uh, let's let's take questions, please, from uh, Jagdish Shetty ji. <coughs> Falsehood. Uh, let's see. Wait, wait. Let's 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 come up. I think maybe that was not. A, I saw only two or three questions, Jagdish ji. Um, Tujata Venugopal wants to know, sir, nowadays Ambedkarites and SCSTs have turned anti-Hindu, moreover and anti-Brahmin. How can we stop this as a society? If you want to an answer from me, I only have to say that there are some fringe elements from some uh, supported by these Naxalite elements who are doing this type of work. I don't think the genuine Ambedkar followers and uh, SCST are doing it. There are some elements who then portray themselves to be the sole spokesman of uh, the scheduled tribes and scheduled castes or Ambedkars. Actually, it is this Naxalite driven elements 
and they can be found in numerous institutions also. They are just a handful, but they try to portray. But if our government can effectively deal with it, some of them are working in working or studying in JNU for doing master's degree or PhD for decades. <coughs> Can't we control them? So all the signal must go to them. These fringe elements should be put in their places. These are some of the things which our government being in power has to do. We being in the opposition, we could have then just pointed out. But now we are in power and we must tackle these elements. Next question, please. Um, while, while we get the next question, viewers, uh, a request to all of you to also watch Gyan Ganga. Do we have Gyan Ganga tomorrow, Jagdish Ji? Yes, we have. So uh, can you make a topic, what the topic is uh, well, before we take the next question? Yes, the know? topic is, is Hindutva under siege today. Okay. So something like a continuation of what we talked today will be discussed tomorrow. Dr. Swami will be, I think, the main speaker. Maybe there may be a guest. So let's please, please do tune in tomorrow, 8 p.m. Uh, next question from KKNA Kumar. Hello, sir. Are there any list of actions which needs to be implemented by Modi government as part of Hindutva agenda? If so, kindly share the details. If not, what according to you should be the actions? It should be in manifesto, right, Jagdish Ji? It is in the manifesto, but I will give you some points. Uniform Civil Code. It is part of the manifesto. It's part of our constitution. The Cow Protection Bill. Cow Protection is part of our manifesto as well as part of our constitution. These are the two very important priorities. Rewriting of history book and presenting the correct history of India. That is part of our agenda and part of our priority. At this, I'm giving you at least the three of them, which is part of the priority in the agenda. And there are other issues. What about the Places of Worship Act? Places of Worship Act, uh, we have only allowed 1991, the act only protected Ram Mandir. Now, Dr. Swami has gone to court and says this act should be struck down. Kashi Vishwanath Gyanwapi Temple Mandir and uh, Krishna Janma movie Mandir should be out of this act. The government is a respondent here. The government better make it stand clear. The MP who has become the PM from Varanasi should make its clear priority. These are some of the issues. Again, I repeat the uniform civil code, the cow protection bill, the places of worship act. These are some of the urgent priorities and Correcting the correct history of India. We are eight years or more in power. We have not saying, changed a single history textbook of our schools. When we ask question in parliament, they are saying there is no such plan. I will share it with the viewers. A question replied in parliament to Dr. Swami's question. The government says there is no such plan. This is not for the issues which we came to power. These are some of the priorities which we should do. Rajiv Malhotra and other friends have been doing wonderful work on presenting the correct history of India. They should be given priority. These are some of the priorities which the government of India should take up. And this is not contrary to the constitution. We are not doing something which is ultra virus of the constitution. This is part of the constitution. 
Uh, Ramesh Ranganath wants to know, sir, talk about the action that can be taken such that the judges of Supreme Court can be made to expand their observations and the way in which all the Hindus can support Nupur Sharma ji. I am not sure because <clears throat> these were observations made in the court and they were not part of the order. The order is a cryptic order and as you know, the, this lady who filed the petition herself withdrew the petition in the Supreme Court. I don't think, although I am of the opinion the judges should behave themselves and not make such remarks, which afterwards are not recorded in the court records, but I don't think much can happen about it. It's good that people have expressed their anger and hope the judges and everybody takes note of it and government of also should come down. There is a lot of mechanism behind the scene happening with the judges by the government of India. I'm sorry to say selectively this mechanism comes into play selectively. It goes is non-operative. We know those who have seen an in and out of governments, what government does is with the judges and the judiciary. I'm not saying you do hanky panky, but you express the, the president of India can, he, I, I saw somewhere whether it was a recent one or an earlier one, he said the judges should refrain from making such remarks, whether it is in the court or in the outside, which is not part of the record. And it is rightly so. That lady says she is going to be raped and killed and they don't want to uh, club the cases. What was she asking? She's not asking for a no uh, uh, character certificate from the court. She was asking for clubbing of the cases and that is why uh, they went to court and let me tell you there are numerous I am not a judicial person there are numerous judges judgments which clubbed such cases together what she was asking was not asking for the moon moon or some favor she was asking a simple thing of clubbing the cases together one offense have it in one place rather than she running around uh, different courts. The biggest danger to Hindus are the Hindu seculars. How do we handle these blind pseudo seculars? There is no doubt these Hindu seculars are the biggest threat, but we are in power. <clears throat> is it not the threat from our own Hindu leadership that we are not implementing? What stops us from which Hindu secular is stopping us or the pseudo seculars are stopping us from implementing uh, the Uniform Civil Code or the uh, Cow Protection Bill. It is easy to blame the pseudo-seculars. No doubt. A favorite whipping boy. But what about our... We have to act. I would say another... This thing. What about those our pseudo-leaders? They are also equally responsible. Why don't you implement these agendas of our own government, of our own party? No doubt this... Uh, they are not secular, they are seculars. VSS wants to know, how do you rate Harish Salve in this fight? Is he just a favor from Ambani to Modi? We need team senior lawyers to fight our cases in Supreme Court. How to achieve that? Whether it is Harish Salve or anybody else, it is not that Harish Salve suddenly, uh, uh, today you think he is a big favorite of Hindu, uh, Hindutva. I don't think he is. You know what is his background. I'm not yes. going into the merits and demerits of his uh, advocacy or his caliber. But there are plenty of Hindutva advocates 
संघ परिवार हैज एन आधिवक्ता परिषद देर आर प्लेंटी ऑफ टैलेंट अवेलेबल इन द कंट्री देर इज नो शॉर्टेज ऑफ टैलेंट इवन द लॉयर हु अपियर फॉर द स्पोक्समैन ऑफ दिस पार्टी द एक्स स्पोक्समैन वॉज अ कॉम्पिटेंट पर्सन देर नो डाउट अबाउट इट बट देर इज नो शॉर्टेज ऑफ लीगल आई वुड से प्लीज डोंट थिंक दैट टूडेज प्रॉब्लम इज जस्ट द सुप्रीम कोर्ट टूडेज प्रॉब्लम इज द क्लाइमेट विच वी हैव क्रिएटेड दोज इन पावर देर आर लॉट ऑफ थिंग्स वाई डिड वी फाइल एन एफ आई आर अगेंस्ट अर ओन डेली गवर्नमेंट शूड हैव नॉट फाइल वी शूड हैव सेट दैट शी इज अपोलॉजाइज मैटर इज ओवर डिड यू नो दर्सन हु आर्ग्यूड विथ अर the muslim gentleman what about him he is free coming on all tv channels is our government done anything on him who abused our uh, shiv bhagwan and our shivlings he is only uh, we have to restrain our hindus what about those fringe elements have we restrained them they are hopping from channel to channel with those remarks of them why they are not being curbed our government has to act government has to show it has got spine then other institutions will fall in place no doubt i i repeat i am not saying that i am happy with this judge's remark but don't attribute all the anger only to the supreme court door anger should also lie on the table of those who are governing us those who have enormous powers FIR is spied by Amit Shah's police. Why did he file the FIR? I can understand a hostile state government. Some people go and file. You have filed it in Delhi. Delhi police is not under Kejriwal. Delhi police is under Mr. Amit Shah. Because the structure of administration of Delhi, state of Delhi is Delhi police is under Amit Shah. so you we cannot escape the responsibility it is equally lying with us no doubt the judges should have not exceeded what was told to them they have talking about udaipur how is udaipur before the court is anybody said anything on udaipur sri lok wants to know hindu should unite and build pressure on the government but the question is how any way forward yes there are plenty of way forward use the social media effectively to show your anger if you have any don't just be blind bucks i am not saying that we are asking for change of government we are all for bjp government we are not against our own government but we are for right priorities you articulate your views don't be afraid in a group where there will be some supporters of somebody and some supporters of other if you feel you strongly stand for hindutva and you are not happy with it articulate your views or people are always there to ensure that your views are not articulated they are doing it they are trying to do it with dr swami when dr swami speaks on hindutva they try to divert the issues and saying no 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 you are saying this that this different what happened on the 1991 bill all fake things what they will try to manipulate but they are not answering in the supreme court what is going to be the government of india stand on the challenge dr swami has given to places of worship act 
and then they will say it is a master stroke you don't know i hope some viewer does a research what modi government did in january 19 2019 on the ram mandir matter there's a prize i am ready to announce what modi government did in the supreme court in january 2019 in the ram mandir matter i want viewers to do their research and come what application did the government of india put and if it was heard and allowed what would have been the situation in november when the court passed the final order of that application certain things have to be analyzed yes indeed and uh, and viewers those of you who are inter interested in uh, you know uh, starting your own ventures there are lots of new ideas that are coming for example you know there's nothing wrong in rating the public officials your local policeman your local uh, politician your local judge and and have open forum saying that anybody who has a bad case you submit the what happened because unless these things come out in the open the they, they are going to continue with their own ways this is this is a problem and and for that people will even be happy to pay a fees because they will want to know what happened to this particular judge how does this judgments happen what are the obitus uh, uh, dictum obiter dictum is the verbal observations and and all these things are important we need to know we have a right to know why don't you start some website that will do all these things and collect it every public official should have their record on scrutiny because what is happening jagdish ji is people scrub it out when it is not convenient they go and scrub out all the data you can pay to companies which will go and take out every bad reference about a particular person so that when that person elevates to a next level everything looks clean smelling of roses so these are all important i mean these are all opportunities for many of you who want to try and you know uh, start something new there is this is huge potential in my opinion anyway thank you very much jagdish ji it was a very fruitful discussion i think we have laid bare the whole truth there is nothing here and again uh, in my opinion it is a poor stroke by bjp because first two and a half years patnavi should have been the chief minister and the second two and a half years we hope that shinde will complete that so in in terms of toll mol ke hisab se shivsena got what they wanted it is the the bjp exactly. which lost out they, they got more than what they wanted they got their, uh, hopefully they are getting a five year term for whether it was udav or for eknath shinde exactly exactly so you know people you have to think a little bit more before you jump up and down and say this was a master stroke to me it doesn't look like that but again i am a uh, i am somebody who's looking at it from the big picture and then giving you this observation you can agree with me or not agree with me you can leave your comments as long as you don't abuse us listen these are all observations okay if you don't agree fine that's fine let's be friends move on thank you very much jagdish ji and viewers don't forget yeah. to like share and subscribe to our channel and please click on the bell button for notifications namaskar sir namaskar dhanyawad